Okay, I'm just doing live videos because then I could just post them after. Um, otherwise, I, the stories only let you go a minute. Anyway, just pretend you didn't hear them. That's what I do. Um, here's the thing. Um, this whole podcast, um, you know, advocating for um, mental illness, suicide awareness, and anti-bully. I did a bunch of research and I'm, should you not, I did like a PowerPoint presentation because my girlfriend, um, she's a lawyer and she told me that I had so much information that was so useful. And then I used sarcasm and humor that I should just like kind of keep some bullet points and make sure I share all of this knowledge. But let me tell you, when you are fucked with for so long and then you get access to something like a live feed, you know what happens when you start to heal? You're like, bro, I am gonna totally fucking lay it down for every person that fucks with me or anybody else. And the weird thing is, is I've been fucked with for so long that you guys see how I deal with it. Like, like literally, what's this fucking guy gonna say to me? He's not gonna say shit, John from the insurance company that likes to go online and fucking bash gay people. <sighs> he has, he literally should have talked to people before he fucked with a crazy Italian chick. And I know Keith, you're gonna say it's not crazy, but like I am literally mentally ill and I will, you know, go for a long time. Like, till I get an apology at least. But you know what's really cool is that I do have access to the internet and a live feed. And uh, like, you know, a lot of people that fucked with me and I never said anything. I would be like, just turn the other cheek, just take it. And I was like doing that for a really long time. And just like, oh, if someone did something really fucked up to me, I'd be like, oh, I'm just gonna get another job and I'm just gonna work harder. And I was like, fuck this shit, dude. I did all that <laughs> and it didn't go away. And, and there was no, it was like, just like stuck in my chest that people were just mean. And I was like, what's the worst thing I can do to abusive people? Expose their skeletons. It turns out that people, yes, I found my voice. Thank you. Because I was hiding in the house. I was like, um, let the too many men that were not, not the men I meet now, the friends I have made now, and all the guys that I've met that are like literally, the younger ones are even fucking cooler because they're like socially aware. And then I don't know if I just met every guy that bat, bought the same shitty batch of steroids online or something because they were fucking assholes. And I'm not gonna say which ones did what, I'm super cool. Like I went through some shit with my kid's dad. I was with them for 12 years, but dude fucking made amends and like we're cool with each other. So, but shit still went down when we were young and you know, so what I do is I just say X so-and-so. 
Because the only one I give a fuck about is their dad. And, you know, I tortured him long enough for, you know, some stuff. When you, It's amazing what happens when you make amends to someone and apologize. It's fucking amazing, you know. And when I was younger, I didn't handle a lot of, you know, stuff really well. I, like, ran away. And um, I drank when I was younger. And then I figured out, like... I don't know, early, mid-30s, I don't know, over a fucking decade ago, that I liked to be, I don't know, I wanted to have be on my A game and drinking when you have a mental illness and you take medication, you're not on your fucking A game, okay? Mm -mm, they don't like explain that shit to you. So my next episode, I think you guys are going to be really impressed with it because I have been reading so much stuff that um, that's why my girlfriend said, oh my God, you have to like organize it and make sure you get all the information out there because there's, I talk about medication and um, stuff they don't fucking tell you and stuff that could be like a side effect. I mean, did you guys know they should be checking your supplement ingredients? Like stuff that there's like actually a website for that. You know, they don't really tell you shit and I have hard nose which are hard no primary care physicians do not fucking treat mental illness, okay? No. As soon as you go in to have, to talk to someone about, you know, stuff up here, you go to someone that's trained to deal with stuff up here. So, anyway, I'm just letting you guys know that I might be on, you know when someone's on a diet for a really long time and, you know, they... I have a lot of like athletic, you know, bodybuilder type friends and they're like right after the competition, they get to eat a donut. This is like the donut for, for me. Like I'm like so fucking excited that I get to call out narcissistic behavior because I was gaslit by some fucking dude for so long that I started believing everything he said and he had me isolated and then his fucking kid copied his behavior and just fucking harassing me and is fucking weird and I was like <laughs> crying I don't think I ever cried that much in my life I didn't even yell at anybody that's how fucked up they got me I didn't even know how to yell at anyone I was letting everyone bully me around like even my girlfriend's like what the fuck happened to you and I was like if you get bullied and fucked with for so long, you finally like can't deal with it. You just shut down. I like literally shut down. I let this guy I dated, so you could put that together, yell at the side of my head. And I just, I went into freeze mode and I just saw like, fuck, if he just fucking stops, if I don't move. He'll stop fucking yelling. And he's like, why aren't answer me? And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I seriously, that was my first time I left my body and could, like, see myself sitting on a yoga mat. Like, you're fucked, chick. You say something, you're fucked. You get up, you're fucked. If you sit there, you're fucked. So that's what happens. Your brain just, like, tells you, don't move. And then you get stuck there because you can't make a decision because you're running through scenarios. And if you've been emotionally terrorized by a fucking meathead, you will have a donut day like me. 
I'm gonna have a, what's the, you know, after a diet, you get the donut, and this is me finally sticking up for myself, and it's fucking, feels fantastic. You'd be surprised how well it feels. And because you know what I've noticed about guys that are abusive and, and um, they all say the same thing, okay? Oh, you shouldn't have told anyone. And I was like, that's, that's the problem. If you got hella skeletons in your closet, you're fucked. Like if you pick on me and you fucking terrorize me and you do all that weird shit, you better have nothing in your closet. Because I have like, I don't know, it's back to the Italian thing. <laughs> we got like a loaded, we just wait. I just been sitting, waiting for the moment where I could handle talking about it. Cause I couldn't even talk about it cause it was so disturbing. And then, you know, to top it off, finding out like all, like when all the lies come out and you're like, oh my God, how does someone do that? You have to deal with the betrayal and the lying and all that weird stuff. And I needed time to process that. And now I'm on my day of, I am going to name it the donut day, the day after your diet where you've been just taking shit and fucking starving yourself mentally. If you got to starve yourself mentally when you're with someone and emotionally, and he used to call me a crybaby and make fun of my medication. Like that's how bad it was. I'm not shitting you. He'd be like, go take your meds, go cry, go grab your blanket. And I was like, and I would, I was like, <laughs> like that's how fucking weird it was. And the love bombing like my daughter's all you didn't think it was weird he bought you a Porsche four months in you didn't think he was hiding something I was like now when you say that I fell for all of it fell like and I just kept going no way no way this is just gonna end and then, you know, the bullshit just kept going. And so what happens when you have a Sagittarius, Italian, a little bit like obsessive girl that you emotionally terrorized, terrorized. I feel like it was like illegal what he was doing to me. And on top of it, I actually am terrified for whoever he's dating and stuff. Like, nobody deserves that. No one. Like, ain't nobody missing that dude. Like, I, I, when someone told me no one's ever got back together with him, I fucking get it. Like, full-blown get it. Totally get it. Because he was like, okay, here's, how about this? When you find someone's fucking testosterone in a bag and then you google what happens if their testosterone's too high guess what's happening their estrogens chasing it so i found out that you turn into a fucking bitch that's what's wrong with you that's the screaming that's the yelling and the fucking crazy behavior and you know what i I just, I don't even say their name. So it's like X so-and-so and they can't even sue me because I'm too smart. And I, my best friend's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? I was like, 
I waited. I waited for a whole year for everybody to like say sorry to me. I was like, okay, they're, they're gonna say sorry. And you know what my kid said? You can't make sense of people that are fucked in the head. Like, stop trying to make sense of it. It's never gonna happen. They're just fucked in the head. So, so erase that one, see what you left with. And I was like, no car, no pool table, no fucking jewelry was worth it. Ever. No, he was Irish. Irish. Virgo. An Irish Virgo. I have never had someone so up my shit in my entire life. Oh, see, now you're making me almost... I'm going to have to do a disclaimer now about stuff. I'm only implying I didn't actually see him do anything. I'm just speculating on all the weird shit I found and his behavior and, you know, just I'm not getting sued. Here's the thing, what I also found out. You can't sue someone for the truth. That's the problem. And you have to have an actual good reputation. So you can't get in trouble for ruining someone's reputation that has a shit reputation. Kind of figured that one out too. So apparently I was like the only, not to rip on the other people, but like I'm a fucking genius. So it's hard to like measure up to my brain level. I'm definitely the fucking craziest he was ever with, like, in my head. Like, I don't act crazy. So, you guys seen how fucking calm I am. And you seen how calm I was when I was dealing with whatever yesterday. And you see how fucking calm I am when I'm putting these posts up and telling you all this stuff. Because there ain't any chaos left inside of me. It's just... I've already been through it. And if anyone here knows what it's like to be the fucking down in the dumps and ain't nobody around, you start realizing what the fuck do you care what anyone thinks? What, what do you care? So you just clean out, you know? You test your surroundings. And when you have trauma, you really test your surroundings with people. My daughter did say that I was pushing a lot of people away, but I said that was just because they were fucking shitty and I can't push away cool people. Cool people just, they just kind of shine through. And honestly, I am so much happier meeting the people that I've met now. Like honest, like people on this feed, like honest people, like legit. And the thing that I have is I'm never impressed by money. It's just, you go on the internet and you get these dudes that are like, I can do whatever I want. I can cheat on, you should let this fucking, this guy, Andrew Tate, he literally fucked up so many people and people haven't figured it out yet that this rich dude did a Ponzi scheme on a bunch of people became super popular on the internet because he charged people, his Hustlers Club University, he charged, it's shut down. He charged people 
$50 a month and said he was going to teach him how to get rich. And then he had only paid them when they signed up other people. I was like, oh my God, we had killed the whole fucking Ponzi scheme. And so all these kids didn't know what the fuck it was because anyone that went on there and said, you're teaching me how to do a TikTok and use your clips. That's, that's bunk, bro. <laughs> I'd be like, are you, am I, am, am I, am I paying you to market you? So I see that coming down the road. And then this guy like t literally says that women are property. And if you are rich, then you have to let the guy cheat on you. I was like, huh? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Like, that's disgusting. And then I had a video. I don't know if you guys saw my hot topics, but this dude, Andrew Tate, thinks he's like the shit. And I was like, my vagina super glued shut. It literally was so, it was like repulsed. Like just his present, his, hi, how are you? When have you, have you been to the club? Isn't it sad without me there? It was just too much driving and I'm old. But I miss everyone, so I'm gonna come back. Well, just to say hi. Maybe put on a special event, you know. Donut day. I'm just gonna give a day for everybody to just fucking find their voice. And you don't even, so here's the thing. I don't make fun of anyone. I don't harass anyone. I just realized I was keeping everyone's secrets. And I was like, why am I protecting everyone? I don't get it. Like, why would I keep people's secrets that were abusive so that other people will get abused by him? Because everyone's like, and like earlier today, they're like, um, just ignore it. And I was all, dude, I fucking ignored that shit for like ever. And then nothing ever changed. It just, nothing changed. So I found my voice and now I'm on a podcast and I feel like I went through that stuff for a reason and I can show women that they can find fucking cool dudes. And unfortunately, a lot of them that I've had run-ins with are older than me, old school mentality, and red flags were all there. I just never knew how to recognize red flags because I had had so much exposure to fucking shitheads that I was like just started and I ignored a lot of behavior. And then I was like, wait a second. You know, they say you had a woke moment. I was like, whoa. And I used to say I would never date anyone younger than me until I started meeting like, you know, I'm not talking like creepy young. I have kids that are adults. I'm just, just saying like the younger generation is just a lot more socially aware. And, and to be honest, I, if the older generation, and I'm talking, you gotta be fucking older than 46. All right. Like I'm 46. So when I say older, you gotta be like fifties. Okay. Anyway, there are 
I had so much admiration for like the senior citizens and stuff because they were fucking wisdom, right? So I was like pissed when like my generation turned out to be all fucking angry dudes. And I was like, really, I really did think they bought their steroids all from the same fucking bad batch or something. Caden said, Caden <laughs> said, that guy, what did he say? He's all, you, he, he was mad. Okay, because dudes are like, that's my mom, I got to protect her, right? And he's like, tell I got to pull up. And I was like, I don't fucking know who this dude is. And he's all, well, then you're going to give him a message for me. And I was like, I don't even talk shit back. And he's all, but you are for me. I could just see he just wasn't letting it go because he needed to get something in. And I was all, but I'm not calling names. And he goes, fine, do this. Tell him there's a reason you're not supposed to fucking hit on those ads on Pornhub and I and I go I don't know what that means and he's all he will so then after I said it up sent that I was like my son said stop hitting the ads on Pornhub I don't fucking know I asked him and he's all they're all penis enlargement ads mom I don't even want to have this conversation with you <laughs> it's like I was like ew I don't even want to think of anybody's of theirs penises so uh, yeah, and he's all, not that I was thinking about it. I was just telling him that that's why fucking you're not supposed to hit on that. Because, I don't know, small, they say it's small dick energy. Anyway, but there's actually, there's actually guys that are like mad at the world. So like, okay, the reason I've said that working with the younger generation has been so invigorating is when I was working at the club, I was starting to work um, at the door and getting to meet all the different like promoters and whatever. And I put a little card up in the front that was like my QR code. And I'd be like, hi, I have a mental health um, podcast. They would stop and be like, fuck yes. Like super excited about it. Like super stoked. And I've, most of the people that I've talked to about it have been like coming in on the, the club weekends. Like, so they're younger and that's who I wanted to kind of reach out to because when I thought about how we don't, we didn't, we can learn about it now, but I can't get back 30 years of my life. I can't get that back. Um, and I just want to see progress because we're super behind. Like we should be fucking smarter. Anyway, I think I drank coffee and I'm just going to talk forever and do you know how weird it is that I can talk for a really long time having one-way conversations? Does anyone find that strange? Because I think I'm having them in my head, just thinking, and I usually read, and then I'm talking about stuff I'm reading. Like tonight, I read that grown adult cyberbullying is not just, like when I looked it up, I was like, that's fucking weird, this guy's off his rocker. No, apparently it's a fucking thing. There is like grown men cyber bullies. It's weird. They're definitely not fucking listening to my podcast. I'll tell you that much. No fucking dude that wants to be in touch with reality is wants to watch this. So anyone that's watching this right now, you're in touch with reality. You actually listen. You're fucking paying attention. And, and none of these dudes would even know I was talking shit about them because they would never fucking ever log on to a podcast to hear about their mental illness because that's what they're running from. They're fucking running 
from their mental illness, which is terrifying because even though you're mentally ill or I say I'm mentally ill just because like what are you gonna do you can't you can't fuck like I was mad that someone was making fun of it because I'm an advocate like you're fucking low blower but like I don't care what he says about me if I take all the power away from someone by fucking one not doing anything I'm ashamed of like if you're I go yep I have a playboy channel and he's like, um, um, whatever. And I was like, what, are you scared of boobs? Like, <laughs> dude, my, I have erotic photographs. I don't do porn. I mean, if I did porn, I'd probably be really rich. But I, I don't know. I just, I can't even handle hugs right now. So we'll just stick with this. Um, Anyway, I don't do anything that my kids don't know about. And you want to know what they say. They don't need to know. I, I tell them because I don't want anyone going, oh, your mom's on this. They're like, I tell them everything and you know what they say. I go, what, what would you do if someone tried to talk bad about me to you? And he's all, no one would try to talk bad about you. And I go, there are people that are going to try to talk. And he goes, do they want to get punched in the face? And I was like. Oh, okay, never mind. Probably people may not talk shit about me to you. Because, like, one lady did. And not, she wasn't even trying to, like, all the way talk shit about me. She was like, so how do you feel about your mom in a bikini? And Kate and y'all, I don't fucking think about my mom in a bikini. That's fucking weird. Why would I, my mom has pictures, she's an adult. She wants to have pictures in a bikini. Why the fuck would I be looking at them? And I was like, genius, genius child. Anyway, I'm doing it because I'm working with a bunch of young girls and I'm trying to create a website. So if there's anybody that has money that's watching this, I'm actually making myself the pilot program and kind of tried like a hell of photographers fucking, I've tried a whole bunch of stuff and to see what people have to go through because really like it's... You guys don't even know that I had taken pictures and the guy fucking stuck his hands down his pants. So I go, hello, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, uh, what? And I came home and I told my kids about it and they were like, <laughs> like angry. And I go, I'm an adult. I knew how to walk out of there. I don't drink. I, I know how to get myself out of a situation. I needed to know the importance of somebody making the appointment through a different channel so people know and there's a sheet and there's accountability or whatever I go but imagine if I was 18 and I was like oh am I supposed to do something and then my son's like mm, I hate when you make sense <laughs> and then the other one I go what are you gonna do if someone tries to talk about you he's all I don't need to know anything I've known you 18 years i known you 18 years. I already know you're a good person and you already, I can't even ask you. He's, I, I tr trust you. So that's the whole thing when someone tries to make fun of me. It's so difficult for me to even, you know, I don't know how to explain it. But if the only people, like if you don't give a fuck, if you have like a good heart, 
those things don't bother you. And the reason I used to have all this shame all the time was because I was going to church and I only had church shame because I didn't even do nothing. I never did. I got felt shameful if I fucking tried a drug or said the cuss, a cuss word I or drank. I actually felt shame when I drank. And so I felt shame just because my prayers weren't answered or something. I don't know. That shit fucks you up. But like after I realized I that wasn't me, the, there was no shame because I didn't do anything that wasn't natural to me. So now I just do whatever's natural to me. And I'm partially naturally just really open and somewhat of an exhibitionist. So, I mean, if you guys looked around my house, I'm going to show you right now. Okay. This is well, well, 17. Okay. So to, to show you that, look at, okay. To show you why <laughs> having a Playboy channel isn't a big deal to me and, or to my children is mostly because this is the shit I have around my house, right? This is the style. It's erotic beauty. Okay. People used to have statues with penises all over their house. People are so fucking weird about it. They make it creepy. They make it weird. And if people were banging, there'd be less cyberbullying. I'll tell you that. If people were banging, there'd be less, I don't know, less angry people. So if you guys can see, I'm trying to show you. Uh, let's see what I got down here. Oh, see? These are all my decorations. The kids are not fucking, they just, they, they're used to, that's how I decorate. I think that erotic um, photography is beautiful. Oh, here, I have a thing about mouths. So here we go, this. I'm gonna turn it around. How do I turn this around? Hmm. Does anyone know where the turn, oh, here it is. Okay, so let me clean this off. See how, now how cool is that? I mean, these are like the pictures around my house. That's a, oh, I need to turn the light on. Okay, she's drinking Chanel perfume. Uh, this, oh, I got a vintage record type situation going on. But like these, the, you know, um, let's see. I like, you know, that's the kind of art I like around the house. And it's kind of messy right now, but this one's my favorite. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I mean, live your fucking best life, I guess. Anyway, I don't like, if you guys, I have a neon sign thing. So one of my neon signs says happiness is expensive. And the other one says hot girl shit. And I have pink velvet dining chairs. So let's see. It's messy still. But anyway, um, that's why in the bathroom, like when the boys have to go to the bathroom, there's a, a girl um, above the toilet. So they're just, un you know, they just, and it's enough. It's not like vaginas and boobs everywhere. The, the boobs are all in my bedroom. I have Kate Moss, like 
a giant wall of Kate Moss um, naked above my vanity and she's smoking a cigar with her feet up kind of it's fucking sick and then there's a girl with boobs above my bed so it's art people should just bang it out that's what I think um you know it's hard to be mad and then you get to eat popsicles after that's pretty much that's how I, I want to live my life at the lake on a boat eating popsicles I don't know, but I do have to read stuff. I'd like, like if some, if, if I were to fall in love and be attracted to someone with money, I would actually, for the first time in my life, be like, I would like to not work at this moment because I'd like to go get my doctorate. I would love to get a master's in psychology. That would be fucking awesome. So if someone wants to like, um, my mortgage and I could go to school again that would be really cool I didn't really pay attention the first time I went to school I kind of drank a lot I, I, I drank a lot in college and it was like before you had like online grades so you could totally fucking lie to your parents like oh yeah I totally went to class mom <laughs> I lived in a dorm guess who my doormate was so this is why I was like destined to be, you know, somehow involved in the adult industry. My roommate, her mom was friends with Larry Flint and she was a, you know, model and hustler. And like, I'm talking in the 60s, I want to, 70s maybe? What time is it? Huh? What time is it? I'm on a live feed. Um, so... When she got a little bit older, she became fucking, like, the, she became really, really popular as a photographer because she was one of the first female photographers. Her name's Suze Randall. And I met her when I was in college because my roommate, Holly, and I, you know, she came up to northern california and i went to southern california to meet her family on different breaks like spring break christmas break or whatever we took turns and um she was super cool uh she took pictures of me like on the beach in like a black dress when she wouldn't let me wear makeup like all natural i had super skinny eyebrows <laughs> like super skinny and then um so anyway she was a photographer in college and um, her mom was in, you know, the adult industry and Holly now has her own production company. So like if you Wikipedia her ass, like she's, she's, um, it's called like Randall Productions or something, but she produces porn. I think she has like a channel, um, which would be really dope. I would love to have an adult platform where girls, where I was, the girls, a girl should be an owner of that. I mean, how, doesn't that make sense? Girls should be the ones looking out for the girls, you know? I mean, I will say that guys are really good at like picking out the pictures. They're so much better because they're a guy, so they know what's attractive. And I don't ever, like, I would be all looking at the jewelry in the outfit or something weird like that. And so, um, 
I learned really quickly that you're, it's better to not have on a bunch of jewelry and like where your eye goes or something. Anyway, I still want, if there's any investors to do that company and I could go to school, I have to live to be a million. I'm gonna have to live to be a million because I have a lot of stuff still on my list of shit to do. Like publish a book, get a doctorate, become a millionaire, have an adult website that I own. Did I name off everything? Any popsicles. Yeah, sounds fucking fantastic. Oh, and have a successful podcast. And I'd like to go to schools and um, make them talk about mental illness and make up a song like Head and Shoulders, Knees and Toes, but, but mental illnesses. That would be cool. All right, well, it, wh what's too long of a time to talk to yourself? Like, when is it weird? I don't know. I'm really hungry. I tried to get my kid to go get me some something to eat, and now it's too late. He brought me dinner, and the other day, um, he always brings me candy, because it's like my favorite, Mike and Ike's, and there's like a blue box of Mike and Ike's, and um, I woke up, and he had it sitting on my desk, because I have like my office right here, because my daughter took over my office, um, because they wanted to be, it's here, uh, there, I think that they're going to be at Long Beach next year, or semester, something like that, I don't know, I think within the semester or so, um, and then maybe I'll get my, I don't know, I think I should rent it out though, then I can not have to work so much, anyway, it's probably getting to the weird point where I should stop talking to myself, it's just I'm bored, and I'm hungry, Oh, and I was saying my son, he put candy on my desk, you know? And I really want candy. Okay, I guess I'll talk to you later. Bye.